0: I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. If Syria uses chemical weapons, that would constitute a red line for the U.S. President Obama said so himself last year. Well, today, more reports strongly suggesting that Syria has used chemical weapons. The White House says U.S. intelligence has concluded with some degree of varying confidence that the government of Bashar al-Assad has used sarin gas as a weapon in Syria's civil war. But the White House added that credible and corroborated facts were needed before President Obama. Obama will act. Charles Delfer is a former U.N. weapons inspector. Um, Mr. Delfer, earlier this week, an Israeli general said that Syria had used chemical weapons. He cited no strong evidence. Today it's the White House's defense secretary suggesting the use of sarin gas. What do you make of the claims?
1: I think we need to get more facts first, more facts which are substantiated by a number of parties. It's difficult to coordinate international action if not everyone agrees with clarity that in fact that has happened, that sarin gas has been used. Typically what would happen in a circumstance like this, UN inspectors would go in, they would take samples, and those samples would be sent to a range of different laboratories. They would be analyzed, and if there was consensus among them, then there would be an indisputable case that could be brought before the international community. Right now, there's a lot of uncertainty as is evidenced in the, in the rather wishy washy statement from the White House.
0: Right. Well, the White House said it still needed credible and corroborated facts. Uh, as you say, that's what's needed. What would constitute those credible and corroborated facts at this point, as opposed to an intelligence assessment from the defense secretary?
1: Well, there has to be a, a, like a chain of evidence. If the international community has inspectors who go in that they trust are independent, they're not swayed by Israel, the United States, the Russians, the Syrians, the Iranians, but they're internationally blessed in a sense, and they go in and they take samples, and those samples are analyzed in independent labs, and they come back with a confirmed presence of sarin, then there's a case. I have to say, though, that whatever use may have been made of sarin in this case, it had to be very limited, and that's going to be a little bit confusing for the international community because, as Saddam always did, he he would do his violations in small slices so that there wasn't a big statement that the international community would react to.
0: Remind us what sarin gas is and what it does.
1: It's a nerve agent. It causes a painful death, and it is probably most important for either large concentrations of military forces or for causing terror. The Iraqi experience in the war with Iran during the 1980s, they used a lot of sarin agent, which was effective against massed troops. In the case of Syria, they would be applying it, if you can understand a purpose at all, as a terror weapon to create terror among the the civilian population. It's not useful in the circumstances on the ground militarily in Syria today.
0: So if for the sake of argument, the White House determines that the Syrian government has used sarin, what are President Obama's options in getting more involved in Syria? He said the chemical weapons would be a red line.
1: It's a red line not only for the United States, but I think if it is clear, that'll be a unifying factor for the international community. Right now, there's a lot of daylight between the United States, between Moscow, between the French, between you know all these countries. But if, in fact, the Syrian government has used sarin gas, that would tend to solidify the opposition against him, which is why it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense.
0: Charles Delfer, former UN weapons inspector, thanks for your time.
1: Thank you.